Professor Bryn Brown's research shows that vulnerability fosters good emotional and mental health. It is a sign of courage. We become more resilient and brave when we embrace who we truly are and what we are feeling. The Vulnerable Scientist Podcast is a space for scientists to tell their honest and authentic stories. I am your host, Saranya Kerry, who happens to be a scientist, informal science communicator, and I help scientists create personal websites. If you want to support this show, go to www.patreon.com slash the vulnerable scientist. You can also follow this podcast on all social media platforms at TV Scientist Pod. Hi there. Welcome to another episode of the Vulnerable Scientist Podcast. This is your host, Saranya Kerry. And on this episode, I thought instead of editing things out, I just put um, the rest of the conversation here where we're talking about racism, um, the problems of funding, comparing funding in African countries and Western countries and how those countries have appreciated science and their role in development in different ways and why how it's impacting their economy. We also talk about, talked about how we don't have everything figured out and the need to be happy and choosing positivity at a certain particular time in your life without worrying and all that. I hope you enjoy it. Why didn't you want to go to US? Just the political energy. <laughs> that is why I did it. Yeah, I am very sensitive to social issues. So I I honestly used to feel that I don't want that. Um, just the idea that the way I look, someone can use that um, to deny me of an opportunity or to mistreat me before I even speak. Right before I even do anything, that has always blown my mind, Sarah. That someone can do that based on just how how you look, and just based on melanin. <laughs> so when I think as a biochemist, it even gets more ridiculous <laughs> when you've gone through the process, the biochemical process of of melanin production. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's what you know. You're like just this thing. That's this. <laughs> Just one yeah, pathway. Know, yeah, has contributed to all this. <laughs> then it really makes it absurd. <laughs> so that was one of the things I used to be sensitive about. Um, but now? And I didn't know like how. So right now, honestly, I have more, more exposure to things. And that means that I know that this happens, right? It's happening here. It's happening elsewhere in the world. And also we have our own form of that back home. And so in truth, it might not be possible to completely escape it. But you could play, live in a place where it doesn't happen often. That's one way. Avoid. So I have the place where I live. I am happy to say that I have not had those experiences. Um, it's not to say that they do not happen. But for me, those I have not had any ratio like direct, aggressive, or you know, just very blatant racism ha- di- happen directly to me. Are there um, times when I've felt that me being black has contributed to someone's decision or someone's way of under- uh, uh, 
understanding me or taking up what I am putting out, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And I call that under the carpet racism. <laughs> That's just what I call it. You know, a beautiful carpet on top, but underneath it's happening. Um, and and what I try to do, it's... How do you deal with that? I think that's what, where you're headed. I, that is a lot of work in progress, Sarah. Um, <laughs> because mainly, and I was having this conversation recently with a friend, we have different approaches to how you respond to triggers. So in the past when I have pictured myself in such scenarios, I've always thought how I'm going to tell this person this is absurd, blah, blah, blah. But now I keep asking myself, what is helpful? You know, and this is also circumstantial, right? It doesn't, it, it depends on how bad the situation will be and what will be happening in that scene. But what I am trying to, um, to, to learn, uh, or to train my heart and in my mind is just to, in that moment, focus on what will be the, the most that what, what you say that helps them to learn or just to see the ignorance because it, it's ignorance right it stems from pure for me racism stems from pure ignorance and just what we were saying earlier um about the melanin i mean it's it's a pigment it's a pigment you know that's what's ridiculous and 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 this being taken and the lack of or or presence or X amount of it being in someone, someone taking that is to mean that they are better in any other way, how their brain functions or how, you know, they are able to perceive things. That's just absurd. And to me, that's just, that's just ignorance. It's just that you, 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 yeah, period. Like I can't say it with any other word. It's ignorance passed down. And so with these people, I've had people here ask me some, you know, what I would call I'm looking for a good word, Sarah. <laughs> Normally, <laughs> wouldn't use this word. <sighs> you know, just some questions which you are like, "Hi, Bana, surely." Hmm? Um, you know, about Africa, and I and I just say, "Google, just it's in your hand." Google is Google. a friend. Google it, right? Just search. <laughs> And unfortunately, there are some sources that they will Google and they will match their ignorance. But there is a lot more information that is that it will paint a, a good a picture, a, a realistic picture, picture, right? Or someone somewhere close to reality. So I just tell them to Google when they ask me, "Oh, blah blah blah, is Africa? Do you do this in Africa? Do you have this?" Yeah, just search. You know, we live in a world where you don't even have to to, to type. You can literally say, "Okay, Google," yeah. and it does something, mm-hmm. and ask the question. So for me, it's usually just either to tell them to Google or search or find this information, or I provide that information, um, yeah. like in a and I try to say it in a nice way. There are times that I have also avoided to say anything because I know that if I say something, it's not gonna be nice. So I'm going to be very honest <laughs> with you, Sarah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna lie. The, and that's why I said it depends on the circumstance. It, de- it depends on what you know what, what is happening at that moment. How is my you know my emotions at that moment? What I try not to do is escalate it. Yeah, I avoid to escalate, but 
I think if we, I think so far going from up to a point place of just you know and educating people helps. And with some things it's just keeping quiet and waiting. So like when you see someone doubting your analysis or doubting how how your proposal or your you know when you when what you're saying because they think that you don't know because of your color you might not have the best ideas sometimes it's just waiting because when you keep working and you keep and you do a good job there is nothing to deny there it will be right there you can try to deny you can try to you know find ways of hiding it but if someone is good at what they do they are good so focusing on me out. Yes, it will come out. So when I focus on me getting better and getting good at things, um it actually indirectly deals with this because I love my skin and I love being me and I love I do love where I come from and I'm, I there's nothing to be ashamed about it. Like it's actually insane to think of shame, right? Even to use that state, that word in that sentence. Um but yeah, if I do it then they can see it's me. and I'm from and they know where I'm from and if I get good at it if I keep working on it and I get good at it then it will be there for everyone to see you might still want to bury your head in the sand and deny it but it is still going to be there and the quality of it you will not diminish the quality of my work by by hiding your head in the sand yeah. I love that you mentioned that mm-hmm. because it's still part of what you doing research right yes it's and big it, it plays a part in, in it mm-hmm. and i love that you've mentioned that it's um, it, it's not like you figured it out like you figured no. it all out you're still working on that <laughs> yeah yeah a lot actually sarah even with these things about the job search and every i'm sharing what i've learned so far it's mm-hmm. not to say that i've figured out the next step or where i am i have oh, this I'm is learning the as i go Yes and so my part is just to share my journey if someone finds something useful in it I'm happy that that helps me I don't want us to to fall in the same hole uh, I fall in it and then you come and fall in it because I didn't tell you that there was a hole there that's what yeah. I would want to avoid um but it's not to say that I have figured out there's so much that is oh there's so much to learn Sarah there's so much to learn and and it's a even emotionally personally but you know all those things they play a role faith spiritually for me all those things are you know they play a role and it's work in progress work in progress okay so uh melka i think mm-hmm. uh we are past the time that you you are free for i don't no, know it's I'm... okay if... okay yeah you can ask a question if you if you have don't worry I just want to know if that's the if if there's another high first. Ah, mm, they are there, but I think that that really covers it. One of the things I feel like I didn't highlight much is also the support system that I have. I have an amazing support system for family and from my family and from my friends, and that that is that has been very important. Because you see, with research. Sometimes like with with our courses uh with it's hard to explain you know these funding things you try to explain why don't you have a job you know it's not like 
unless you're working for a big company that's there they have a job that position that's established and so you go in there's a salary there's you know there are proper systems they're funding there's a good supply chain that bring in, brings in the money with research you could be working today and then tomorrow you're not and it's just because maybe something political or a pandemic happened and now you don't have funding so the people around you your family your you know your friends um it really helps when they they may not fully understand it but they support you um like when i tell them oh i had a phd but now the funding is cut um <laughs> or, or i tell them i am doing i'm collecting data but i'm not being paid <laughs> you know um and and it's oh we are going to we are this project is going to improve agriculture in kenya <laughs> they're like mm, okay but do we have bills today <laughs> wow you know so having i've had an amazing my dad uh and my mom my sister and my brother they have been very very supportive like when they didn't understand me that one year and a half you know i didn't have a job um all those months you know in those in between so for me my experience in research is that the job security it's it's not strong that's the most, that's a discouraging thing that i've experienced um you could it's more like contracts three months ah uh, three years one year depending on funding availability yeah and so that job insecurity and not insecurity but an instability um that that really affects lives and there are people dependent on me and there are people who I depend on and and it affects their lives so having a a good support support having good support from them um has helped me to keep going on that path so that's one thing that i would like to put out there and also my friends you know <laughs> yeah they've they've really played a big role in encouraging me or just watching me see where this thing is going to go um yeah your friends that's have that's a that's important mm-hmm. sorry i don't know if this is personal do your friends mm-hmm. uh understand science are they in the research Whatever, or they are in other fields and you have to explain everything and they actually do understand what's going on. To be fair, most of my friends have that background. So one of my longest friendships um circle, circle of friends, we we did biochemistry and biotechnology courses together. So they know. Uh they have since then um you know sorry gone on to do different things some have started their own companies and others were ended up in you know finance world said completely different but they they hmm. have a sense of yeah <laughs> they have a very different oh my class we are all over um how many but they they, they have hmm out of the whole class i would say less than a third are in research and this less than those less than a third are they happy i don't know much i only know of the few the small circle that i talk to like often um the others i don't know whether they are happy but i know that they they are in research we we have some people who've like you know made it big in the in research 
but not not many not as we would hope have hoped when we were taking that biochemistry class but that is in terms of research now do they have successful lives yes um by other means mostly yes business business or just other jobs just other fields they yeah they are doing well i'm i'm really happy and and proud of them when i see their updates on facebook <laughs> that's why i see it um yeah i can see the you know if we went out to do something for ourselves uh but in terms of research we are not not many of us ended up where we envisioned in terms of like we envi- when we were thinking we would all end up in research not many of us took that path or remained in it because of jobs that's the main thing availability of opportunity it's not that this that's that's not what they wanted to do it's just the availability and then taking what came and being flexible with with life also i'm going to say something and i, I want uh, i don't know if you would want to comment about it or not but mm-hmm. this this thing um there's a time i was trying to figure out if i still want to go to do my masters and do a phd later and how what will happen later so i try to I love taking data online. I have mm-hmm. it's a hobby. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I love collecting data online like uh, I have a data. question. Uh-huh. Yes, I have a question uh-huh. then I look for answers using collecting data. I, it just makes me happy. It's like eating ugali and manago. That's how I feel about collecting. Uh, yeah. Data. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a major one and I recognize because ugali and manago is another level. <laughs> So, um, I, I, I was when I was trying to find um, mm-hmm. what people have done. How long it took for me? The question was how long it took for someone to have a stable career in science. You know, it, like taking the whole path to PhD. How long does it take them to settle to have a job? And the minimum, the minimal. Years mm-hmm. or rather averagely years that it took for, especially the ones that went all through, like did their uh, mass, uh, undergrad, P- masters, then PhD, or do it um, undergrad or P- then PhD, mm-hmm. then did a postdoc, then mm-hmm. look for work and be- finally became scientists, of which they're still struggling in. Uh, yes. So for me, I was just like, let let me see how it gets for them to be a fully a full scientist how long does it take them to do that and it was more than 10 years like we mm-hmm, see someone mm-hmm. started school when I, i don't know i was how old very young and they're still yeah. in the same position <laughs> i'm in i'm like do i really yeah. want to go through this path do you want to comment about that yes i'd love to because that's a a journey that i've been through that i'm still going through um you know just thinking about it like reflecting on life um i've had those similar reflections and i've gone in and out of dream, my dream of having a phd and i keep uh, so what i even with the masters if i go back to masters just the decision do i want to advance for me it was based on i looked at uh, here's what i thought at that time i thought i would do a masters and then i would that would have uh, allow me to get a job at a certain entry level that would pay me well 
and well is relative right um but there was a certain a salary that i thought oh if i'm able to get going with this salary uh entry level then i think i'm set um i didn't think much of a phd at that time i just wanted that to get a job so i, I did the masters what lessons did i take from that um it was that experience counts experience really does count and so um my my strategy of just advancing without uh looking for opportunities sometimes even just volunteer knowing how to run a jail or run an analysis do these those things they matter a lot um and so that changed my 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 strategy so i started looking for just ways to keep practicing what i am learning yeah and when i did the masters and finished and i didn't get a job immediately or the job that i dreamt with that salary that i was dreaming about then i was very mm-hmm. frustrated i looked around me and i was i was in an environment surrounded by scientists especially in the international research institutes i and their salaries were really impressive right um mm-hmm. and i also noted that there was a lot more foreigners than than the locals who were earning these very impressive salaries so mm-hmm. and all the the locals who were earning impressive salaries almost all had a phd i don't know can't think of one who did it well uh there were those who had masters and they have had found the job i was dreaming about like really decent uh wage job and so it was for me to decide at that point i remember being thinking i could go on with a phd so that i become a scientist and then earn these salaries that i see <laughs> the, these guys earning or i could stay here and look for a job and get a possibly decent salary like these guys were make they were making good money and and that's it and not advance but um at that time i applied for the jobs with a masters level and i couldn't find them i applied for phd so i opened up both opportunities i open, applied for phd's and i applied for jobs neither were coming sara so that's when i went for the internship just to keep practicing and while i was there i wasn't sure whether i'll still get a phd or i want to do it really but i felt like i mean the worst is staying and not doing anything so i might as well apply yeah. for everything so i applied <laughs> i had not figured it out and i and i did i had this crisis um of of wondering like time is going life is moving how long can i wait for this phd um i am i posing other things in my life just waiting for this phd uh, and it will take me for minimum 4 or 3 years to do it and it was not coming and time was passing so that's why i went for the internship and and then i got a job and while i was doing the job sara i started mm-hmm. feeling like you know what i'm not going to do a phd because i had, oh. had so many rejection letters yes mm-hmm. and i had that good job now you remember the job i was yeah. thinking about i had that job right mm-hmm. but Finally. this is the world of research so funding stops contracts end so now again i find myself in that position i am my contract is ending i don't have a, a should i continue working 
should I go for a PhD and if I do that why am I getting a PhD Sarah that is a question that I battled with um I did keep applying but while I was working that when I had that job I'll tell you I wasn't active I even got offers literally Sarah and I turned them down. yes because I was feeling like I can't embark on this journey it take, it will take me years to finish and for what I didn't feel I wasn't convinced about why I was doing it I wasn't. And so I had stopped and then when now the contract was ending I think I went back to it out of the need to find something mm. <laughs> to do not necessarily because I wanted because to wanted. do it. Mm. Yes. But here is the thing towards the end of the job I had a discussion with my uh, my mentor Eng, and he's the one who you know he asked me like if you picture it this is the way you can you can find another job equally the same kind of pay the same kind of thing you're doing do you feel like that's where you want is that enough for you in research are you doing enough and while i was going around meeting all these people working solutions with them i could see gaps in my knowledge huge gaps in my mm. knowledge on crop science yes because that wasn't my background and this this gap was hindering me from excelling it was hindering me from proposing solutions that were like very good because sometimes i'd propose things and they don't make sense because i don't have basic information or basic knowledge on crop science or breeding or those things or just agricultural production um so i realized if i'm going to stay in this space and be good at it because i need to be good at it to keep my job i'll need to expand my knowledge And that's when I you know I was like I need to to expand my knowledge if I'm going to be good at it and get promoted. So that's why now I I seriously started looking for a PhD again. This time it was different. It was not because oh time is you know just I need something to to do. It was because I needed to add knowledge in this area so that I can be good at it. And, and and you know be able to provide actual solutions that are practical and feasible just just that and that was relaxing to me but then it's also i need a job so that i that's why i applied for sweden because i wanted both phd and job and then covid happened and so even when i was in sweden now the the see i got a phd and then now covid happened it took away the phd i went back to saying you know what i'll not do it Because years are going, you know, they are going by, and I, I had this thing. This thing is not coming. It's not happening, <laughs> you know. And for yeah. what? I have a job that's comfortable. I can just stay. But I, I kept feeling that I do, and just praying basically, Sarah. I prayed a lot, and and I just kept feeling that I need to pursue this journey. I need to to be good at it. I need to be good at. Um, at, uh, this in this field and to increase my knowledge in it so yeah that's that's why i went back now i started writing to people again and telling them you know what i'm still looking i still want to do this and they were supportive and you know by god's grace there was an opportunity and i got it so and that doesn't end there sara even now when i'm doing it I remember I got here and, and one of the crises I started having was why did I do this? Why did I choose this? You know? Why, why am I doing this? That continues. It's there's no because I don't know what the future holds. 
Um, I know that I enjoy learn I love Sarah I love learning about plants I love learning how to improve them and the connection with agriculture and economic wellness I love that I love knowing that my you know I'm learning how to to do things in a sustainable way I love that Sarah so that gives me the joy the day to day joy of loving what I'm doing um but that question of should I do a PhD for me it's a very zigzag as you can tell from how that story it's just zigzag there's no straight line like you know I want to do this I'm going to do this and it's going to lead to this even now I don't know where it's going to lead me but here's the thing Sarah what I've learned through this zigzag is the emphasis is the importance of enjoying what you're doing at that moment because there's this it happens a lot when you're in a field of academia or where you need PhDs that you think you in the future you think oh if i get a phd then i'll have that job then i'll be you know set right mm-hmm. what happens between now and then you have a life yeah but you don't i found that i would not you know it's like i'm not living because i'm just thinking of that phd i'm thinking of that postdoc or i'm thinking of that science not postdoc um i'm thinking of that scientist position but my my life is going on yeah right and i am not assured of that day when i get the science if if mm-hmm. now we get very deep <laughs> philosophical <laughs> but is the truth i'm not assured of that day i'm not assured of that you know of that position and that that position will bring happiness So if uh-huh. you think back to when we talked about people in my class and taking different paths what I look in and I appreciate is that in as much as we didn't end up in biochemistry you know research uh, jobs it's that people found something that makes them happy that's giving them a life yeah and that's the most important thing and just you it's okay to have a goal it's okay to have a plan but i find that one of the things that this robs us is just the, fear, the just the mere appreciation of where you are now and making the most of that and being happy about it because like like right now if i start i'll tell you it's very scary um, i have friends who are finishing their phd's i've seen how scary it is and i know do do, do you do a postdoc do you go back home apply for jobs or if you're at home like jobs are not there The, the, the you know the the faculty in our university is full what what are you going to do so there's that fear and if i sit here and, and start start worrying about it now i'll not enjoy the next 3 years of my life and yep. I, i i will not have those years again so it's yeah. in thinking of it's it's in being reminded of enjoy this enjoy that job enjoy that volunteer job um enjoy that you're able to bring something to the table in that volunteer in that internship in that attachment um enjoy that and 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 hope for the future and, and work towards it but enjoy that that and it's not i haven't figured it out sarah but it's what i keep rem- i'm trying to remind myself that every day enjoy that So yeah when I go to the greenhouse I try to remember to enjoy <laughs> my greenhouse and sitting there with the plants and and that's a moment that's a moment when I get to enjoy it just 
in there with those plants and learning more about them and them teaching me things that I didn't know yesterday. Um, whether the scientist position will come and what will that that will mean, will we'll, that's that we'll see when we get there. But in the meantime, I'm going to enjoy things and that job, even if it's not the dream job, just enjoying that and, and enjoying the people and, and what life has given you. So just gratitude. Wow, that's that. Yeah, okay. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I am right now. I'm just going and Yeah. I'm just wondering about the sense. I've noticed because I was worried worried about something. Oh. Yeah. The moment that I, I did the same. Well, the moment that I like, yeah. came to realize like Yes, your things are not working right now. Mm. Imagine all these things that you're learning, all the all the environment that you're I even started going to swimming because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I have yeah. a swimming pool here. Can I just enjoy that? Just enjoy that. Like, just enjoy that. Those are those are like right now. We have very. You know the weather is very gloomy, but I've been looking out and I'm like, oh, now I'm learning things about winter that I didn't know about the trees and how they behave during the winter. That I didn't know, and the animals outside. It's 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 not that I I see them every day, Sarah. I'm I don't want to tell me like I'm not painting a picture that I, I have figured. No, 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 no. But this is this is what I want to keep my mind you know i want to keep in my mind and be reminded all the time and just that gratitude and thanking god for what he's doing at the moment because if i can imagine if you keep worrying you'd always be worried because even ah there will be position yes yeah 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 you know, I have scientist friends who are worried about that almost all the time, you know, or they have two years going well and then boom, now that funding is ending. Now the worry starts. So those you have to enjoy those two years until that moment comes. Because <laughs> yeah. otherwise life will always be stressed. Go. Mm, life will just pass by. <laughs> There's something you had mentioned before about funding, uh, comparing mm. funding in Kenya and where you are right now so uh one of the uh, for me like funding is is critical like for science of course uh and and at home what my experience was was that it's very unstable um and they're very and and it's not there there's not much opportunities for funding um here on the contrast, there is, there is funding. But one of the main reasons I actually chose to come to this program is they have, um, uh, uh, how do I call it? They have a program, a breeding program, which they they work together with the farming community and the, and the seed companies and all of that, that in a way that they provide certain uh, resources, whether it be it the products of the breeding program, uh, or just information on, on what varieties are susceptible, which ones are not. Things like that, 
that by, by running trials that provide that information that pay back and we have in the society uh, companies and people who are invested in this program because of what the program does for the society and for these people and so I find that as a very good balance because that means that 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 gives more sustainable uh, funding for the program it is self like it can run by itself once you self, establish yes. that exactly once you establish that with people who can who see the benefit or are the beneficiary of what you're putting out and them being able to understand that for them to get, keep getting these outputs they need to also put back or invest into these programs and once you have that circle complete then it's like it just runs it just you don't have to worry and about funding exactly, from outside foreign funding and what i find in with our research back home unfortunately is that there's a lot oh there's the the other thing that's unique here is the government's um you know the government does invest in the people and in research right uh in a in a big way in a big way and research feeds back to the government in a big way here more than home yeah mm. more than home that's a big difference that initiative that that support means a lot from the government um and it's it's a game changer and it contributes to the changes you end up seeing in the society in the society growing and improving like the i sarah in the midwest the people are really invested in in production here people every, like people are invested in it Kenya is an amazing country. We are and we have so much potential with agriculture. But there are things that you can't like they are not debatable. The government has to ramp up the 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 support. And also understand that support is that, that research outputs. They, you have to do it from the grassroots. You have to do it from from those undergrads projects, those those uh, technical universities that are producing prototypes that are just getting stuck there, that could be used to revolutionize the, how we do farming. If that support doesn't come to those places, then they, they, we have solutions, but they are on, in the shelves. They are just yeah. sitting there and they don't need much really they just need a small boost and a good plan and mentorship and 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 good training and then people are able to do this and scale it and other people can come in private companies can come in and invest and then the science now now you have the will now the 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 research is now uh putting out feeding. and and the uh, it's feeding and then the, the whoever is benefiting is investing back into the science then we have a sustainable system so apart from and the where, government where needed also... the government does uh, the government comes in to keep to make sure that this wheel is going because it's a government that can also put up a, a push on the on the private investors right or influence private in, 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 in investors and, and keep the infrastructure of the universities running as they should mm-hmm So once we have that kind of will then we don't really re- rely on this external funding. That's not our bread. That's where, not where the bread comes from. But when that funding is what we rely on to pay our salaries like for our, our literally our bread 
if that goes out we are out yeah yeah so what i want to learn like uh through my phd is how how to how do you how do these systems here work why is it that they succeed what are the incentives for every person in that circle what are what is what is making them uh, do what we are supposed to do and how can we get this back home how can we how can we do this back home have self sufficient you know systems that just drives themselves they have the funding enough to keep driving and every time we are improving in technology in, in you know we are improving that's my dream like in agriculture we have really br- brilliant minds in the universities to natoka we don't have we, we don't have the jobs or we, we have ideas we put them in the shelf you pick up what is available because you need to eat and you need to pay rent mm-hmm. yeah so that's that's what that one of the biggest difference i've seen here it's not that, that people do not sit and think that there is a they do not rely on external support as much as we do because the systems work they they have built systems that work they are not perfect but they work so what you're trying to say is we need to see where we need to get the support from the tax money that we pay and we also mm. need to have a good mo- model where the private businesses here in mm. Kenya mm. are able mm. to chip into research so that their company also can grow and so that yes. people who they are feeding these products to for example mm. can also benefit from that so exactly. is that need for you know uh, companies and individuals to understand why they really need to be mm. a support research and why it is important for them exactly. for all of us yes yes they need to see they need to understand that and 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 you know the back stops with the government it does that's what i think um well yeah. not necessarily that without but they have the biggest role to play in this yeah they have the biggest role to play in this to get this to work to organize to get the right people in the right places to get this going and i like that, that you mentioned that, that Yeah. I like so that you mentioned that. that those are the things. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I like that you mentioned the part where there's no need to create a cycle or a wheel where mm-hmm. you're not really um hoping that an external government comes to fund research done in your yeah. own country. You're able They to have... now work with companies and the, its own government finds a model to make these people still have a job and now they are able to work with different people to improve their own yeah. their own businesses and you know with doing this you get more um jobs for everyone yes. and better food security for everyone like just yes. a small thing just makes everything just go high it just balloons yes. kabisa it does i mean if you if you think about it if you take a county government and they support the research that is happening in the local say technical institute or the universities that are, or the colleges that are there and they work they also connect these universities and the outputs of these universities with the local farmers farmer organizations or the circles 
they can work we can work out a solutions where farmers they pro- farmers are the ones who tell us these are the problems we have this is what we are facing and what is our job as scientists that's that's our job we get those problems we work, we figure out a solutions for that whether it's engineering whether it, whatever so, so pro, pro, depending on the problems that they raise Yeah. And then the funding, the government can initiate the funding for that while we wait for the wheel to start running. The farm the government needs yeah. to start the wheel running. And then now when it's running, when they are you know the product starts coming out and because the taxes the people are paying taxes. Yes. Right? So there are it is essentially the money of the people that's doing this. Yeah. So then the once the wheel starts running and the, these farmers start seeing benefits from this then they can even now chip more into this research and it expands and and you know sometimes it's just a farming equipment that works for us that in the scale of farming that we are doing and and you see we know how innovative Kenyans are like yeah, we are innovative like, we are very innovative this is a res- that we need to tap into and not rely on another government having surplus in their money or or not sometimes it's not even surplus just the goodwill of another government while we have our own and we have resources it can be done and it's not insane amount of money that needs to do this some of these solutions that the some of the problems that not some a lot of the problems that the farmers are facing some of them when you listen to them there are there are things that need very you know they are fundamental problems they are they're not complex they don't need like insane solutions and the most important thing is to get started with something that works now and then we can build this complex big um you know solutions for the future but we have to start somewhere and starting small is fine but we need to start somewhere and have a system that just works So and those are the things that frustrate me when I see that they are not working to be more sure. I love that you've spoken about funding because that's something um that really factors in how jo- the job availability in our society especially here. Mm-hmm. And also as much as you've compared that to the US I, I mean imagine even them they are also not as satisfied mm-hmm. with how things are run but they yeah. are at least higher than us in terms of yeah there are problems that they don't have to worry about yeah <laughs> <laughs> and we start talking about they those other problems so milka thanks for mm. coming in and you know giving us your thoughts and your experiences you know those are very mm. dear things that mm. um, that are for you you know you can choose not to share <laughs> but mm. i imagine you sharing something very generous even sharing your thoughts and your experiences something very generous and i value that mm, and i think the only reason why i i, I love this space um, is mm. to is is for someone to tell this you know you know the the more you connect as you mentioned before the more you connect the the better chances you have in advancing your mm. career in a certain field 
And for me, I've thought like, especially in the science spectrum, there isn't so much knowledge of what you can do. Because I see in, in the entertain, entertainment scene, you can see someone telling their stories on how they grew from whatever to whatever. But you can't see a scientist really telling the story of what it yeah. really took for them to get where they are, even if they haven't gotten there really. But mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. explaining that journey to me is it's very important. And mm-hmm. if someone listening to you could, you know, have at least a template of what is out there just to have an idea and know how to navigate it easier. And yeah, it's also I don't know how you feel about being on this podcast. Maybe it's I feel I feel like it's also good for the someone who's talking. How do you feel this mm. has helped you? How do you feel about this conversation that has been about one hour thirty minutes or more? Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the main thing is first I appreciate just to, these are things that um, I I have loved to have conversations with people about just sharing our journey. Uh, because there's always something you can take from someone else's journey. Um, just having that opportunity to do that and talk about science, like, you know, um, having that forum when, where you can talk about research and our challenges in research um, in this way. That, that, that is really important and I'm, I'm grateful that you gave me that opportunity to talk about it. You, I mean, just talking about this has also helped me to reflect a lot about my journey. Um, because I had to think through like the whole process. Oh, how did I move from this, and what did this mean for me? And just that reflection—it's also important for me because um, it's what I need to keep doing to to help me with the next phase uh, or the current phase that I'm in right now. And I can, you know, when I was listening to myself, I could see just how importance of most things is like support, um, faith. Um, uh, networking, good mentorship, things like that have been very, very important. I could just see them standing out in my journey and I appreciate that and I appreciate the people who've been involved and I thank God for, for what he has done. And thank you, Sarah. This is, this is an amazing opportunity and please keep doing it. I, I, I will be listening. I want to hear you know stories from other people and just the, their journey and how they made it to where they are and what tips that they, they are using or where they are, they have kept from their journey that they are using for the next phase in their life. Um, um, yeah. It's nice to hear you say that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It matters, Sarah. Thank you so much. Is there anything that you wanted to add? Hmm. Not much. I'd just say that if you love research, um, it can be frustrating. Um, if you love it, just keep pushing. If you are a person of faith, <laughs> I'll tell you, faith really does wonders. Um, and network. Talk to people. Don't be shy to send that email. Just send it. Write it to write to as many people as possible. Um, and just be, keep your mind open. Sometimes it's not that the job needs to have that title and that there's an office with that title on it. Sometimes it's, you, you know, things just work out and you, you, you find your way into there. But it may mean that you have to start from a point, a different point than you envisioned. <laughs>